Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for Thursday, September 14th. Show number 298. Whew. Closing in on that magic number, Scott. And, and we're, we got some uh, some things we're working on for that. Yep. Well, should we share that next week? Because that'll be the last week before it. Yeah. All right. Uh, wait till next week. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's uh, Ron Miller, Scott Hammer coming at you live from the Hammerdown Racing Reports studio. Wait, I'm sorry. The John Young Racing for Racing. Or I'm sorry, racing John Young Racing Racing for First Responders. Dave Kemmer. Studio. Hammerdown yeah. Racing. It's something. It's the Hammerdown yeah. Racing Report Studio, and welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for take, picking that up and carrying it as I fumbled it <laughs> all over. I was a Detroit Lion there. Congratulations on your Lions bet. Yeah, by buddy. The way, winning last week. So, yeah. and, and the Tigers finally won one today. Did they? It's a good, good time to be a fan of Detroit ball. All right, fair enough. On the show tonight, uh, we're going to speak with a uh, winner at uh, Attica in his very uh, final appearance. At I put in quotes because you know how retiring race car drivers for, for go. But forever doesn't last forever. Yeah, Byron Reed uh, picking up the win there in uh, what is said to be his final race. Uh, he's retiring after this year. At, at Attica. At Attica, yes. Uh, I believe he'll be in action this weekend, the Jim Joanne Ford uh, Classic. At we'll find out more about Fremont. that here yeah. in a couple Because we'll minutes. be talking to him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Also, a reminder, one more day to nominate uh, the Hammerdown Racer Report. Actually, I guess this isn't a reminder because I forgot to uh, mention it last week. But uh, if you want to nominate us for the uh, best of Toledo, the Toledo City paper deal, we were nominated like three out of five times, I think. I don't push it too much, but feel free to nominate us. Go to our Facebook page. Uh, there's a post that's pinned there. I think tomorrow is the very last day you can uh, send in your nominations. But, I don't know but, when they announce it. But then we'll be begging people. If we get nominated, then right. you got to put up with us begging you to vote for us every day. Yeah. So that we can get disappointed in February and find out that some you know, podcast Scott, based I, out of Texas uh, won the yeah, best local I, I, podcast. Yeah, I, I've been kind of disappointed in how they handle that, you know. Somebody in Texas talks about Toledo. That makes them a local podcast. No. Yeah. Maybe we can win in Texas. We should enter Texas ones. We'll talk about Texas. Dallas. There we go. Okay. We're, we're good now. Uh, if you want to win a free window sticker, Hammerdown Racing Report window sticker, courtesy of DCR Graphics, just type in hashtag DCR in the comments of our Facebook Live or the uh, YouTube Live if you're watching us on YouTube. Here's the uh, sticker can almost see that here let's do this here's the sticker there see down racing board put that out if uh, you have a race car too you can join the hammer down racing army uh we have a uh, few more uh i saw that people joined in on that and uh, i dale cole's working on a cool uh giveaway sticker with really? everybody's name that's on it yeah Ooh. that's in the hammer down army so uh, we'll have more details on that when we when he actually prints them out they look pretty cool yeah, I think it has uh, your stuff on it, too. It's got a lot of Ron Miller stuff. As well it should. It should, absolutely. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from Action Shots to Victory Lane. They have custom magnets, can koozies, these guys, uh, little, uh, it's a coaster, or a, yeah, like a coaster for your yeah, your automobile. It is, with a little notch out of it exactly. so that it doesn't get stuck it can be down like in the bottom. So you can stick your finger in there and pull it up. Out of your cup holder. Uh, they have all kinds of uh, custom items. And now that uh, Christmas is coming, it's not that far away. 
No. Uh, you might want to talk to Charlie about uh, getting some cool custom uh, gifts uh, that, you know, racer, racer or racing fan in your family would appreciate. You can get those custom racing calendars as well. Racing-oriented folks. There you go. Uh, calendars as well. Uh, contact Charlie. Just give him a call. He'll tell you everything that they have there. 419-476-9978. And he can get those done pretty quick too, which is uh, pretty cool. Free train photos, special moments frozen in time. Ron Miller Race Cars in uh, Lambertville. He's uh, got race cars for sale. He's been selling cars, and uh, we may have some breaking news a little later. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. We'll see. Uh, Safety equipment, uh, parts, pieces, fixing front bumpers. Uh, He he does it all. Bumper recycling. There you go. 734-856-7223 is uh, the number there for Ron at Ron Miller Race Cars. Yeah, when, when your phone's working. Oh, oh, oh you've got new service, oh, didn't you? We, we've got Who do you AT, have now? We've got AT&T, and Scott, okay. it's spectacular. Okay. I, I haven't had any issues at all. That's um, good. And, and it's just pennies more than what I was paying on the discount rate with T-Mobile, who didn't work. There you go. So if you had problems getting a hold of Ron, you shouldn't have that anymore. It's all good. Uh, also got to mention DCR Graphics Dominator Race Products and Oakshade Raceway, sponsors of... Uh, uh, the program here. Uh, before we get to Mr. Byron Reed, we have a, a little bit of business to take care of from last weekend. How about we do our racing roundup? Racing roundup. <laughs> uh, let's let's turn that off there. Wait, if I look that way, nope, we're on the wrong side. I need you over there. There, okay. Video is good. Attica Raceway Park last weekend. Our guest coming up here in just a bit, Byron Reed, picking up uh, that win in the AFCS uh, 410 feature there. His final appearance at Attica after uh, 34 years of racing. He's an eight-time track champion. That was his 44th career win. At Attica? At Attica, correct. I was going to say in his total career. Yeah. I know he's... <coughs> Do you think he keeps track? I'm way over that. Do you think he knows exactly how many he's won? I don't know. Well, Maybe. Uh, Cap Henry won... Wins the uh, track championship there. Ryan Markham uh, won the late model feature. Devin Shields becomes a five-time late model track champion. Uh, Casey Jedzerjack. Jedzerjack. Jedzerjack, yep. That's what I said. 305 winner. That was his uh, third win of the year, and Jamie Miller is the track champion in the 305s. I think all he had to do was show up. I think that's all Cap had to do, too. So. Uh, that wraps up the season at Attica Raceway Park. Oakshade Raceway on Saturday night. Rusty Schlank picking up another win. I believe that was his fifth feature win of the year. Jake Gamber picked up his very first sportsman feature win. Ooh. Congratulations to him. Craig Dittman won the uh, Dominator Superstock A-Main. Jason Deschler won the Compact A-Main. And Kurt Dickey, one of our Hammerdown Racing Army members, soldiers, drivers. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll figure that out. He won the uh, Dominator Superstock B-Main. Fremont Speedway on Saturday night. Cap Henry winning the 5,000 win AFCS feature. And uh, also, he uh, got the championship there. What a, what a coincidence. Yeah. the uh, Well, for the AFCS, I should say. Right. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. So, he's got two championships, still trying to get the Fremont championship. He's got the Attica Fremont uh, Championship Series championship uh, that he got there at Fremont on Saturday night, as that was the final AFCS event of the year. John Ivey won the uh, 305. Well-received feature. I like John. It, it's, it's been... It's been a while, hasn't oh, it? Oh, I, I think like nine years. Okay, it's been a while. He was due. Uh, Jamie Miller, 
Uh, I'm sorry, Paul Weaver then uh, won the AFCS championship in the 305s, and Jamie Miller won in the dirt trucks. And it was it was really interesting that Paul Weaver won because his front wing tree, the the support for the front of his sprint car wing, oh, I did see broke, that. And instead of his wing facing downhill, it was it lifting was it up, facing uphill. Did he fly going down the straightaways? He soldiered on. It was less than spectacular, but he did what he had to do when he won the championship. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Sandusky Speedway back in action this past weekend. Jason Stanfield uh, won the Renegade feature. Clay Lusk winning the championship in the Renegades. Brooke Tucker won the beginner stock feature and the championship in the beginner stocks. Bobby Justice winning the pure stock feature. And the championship as well in pure stocks. Joey Wyckoff won the All-American Iron feature. Brandon Bailey was the champion in that class at Sandusky. Butler Motor Speedway. Saturday was uh, Trey McGranahan. He won the feature in the 410s. Dylan Nussbaum won in the mods. Cody Connor, street stock winner. And Austin Stone winning in the four cylinders. Those are kind of some new names for Butler. They, they've had a lot of repeat winners. So good to see some new guys showing up. Maybe. Your camera disappeared for a minute. Did you see that? Oh, no. You're back, though. It's all good. Eldor Speedway, uh, the World 100 weekend last weekend. Last Thursday, it was Hudson O'Neill and Bobby Pierce picking up uh, preliminary wins. $12,000 preliminaries. Yeah, just for a... Yeah. Just a mere $12,000. Uh, same thing on Friday, 12000 to win. It was Brian Shirley and Bobby Pierce uh, picking up the wins. Bobby Pierce did not have good luck, though, on Saturday oh, night. he didn't. Uh, Along with a few other guys. There seemed to be a lot of tire issues. Yeah, right fronts. Ooh, that was you. That, that was my camera now. I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. Um, and, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I think is, we need to. Is there a tire issue with the late models, dirt late models? It seems from from the what I've heard, the drivers are less than pleased with the product that they've been given. Fair enough. Uh, Saturday night, Hudson O'Neill. Picking up the uh, big win there in the World 100. World of Outlaw Nas Energy Drink Sprint Car Series, the uh, Gold Cup Race of Champions, the Silver Dollar Speedway Thursday. Kyle Larson picking up the win. Buddy Kofoid winning on Friday night. And Corey Day winning the uh, $25,000 main event on Ooh. Saturday. Ba back to Eldora for a second. Um, the 50-50 the uh, for the World 100 was a little disappointing. Only $98,000. Is that all? Yeah. A after, I believe it was the Friday 50-50 that was... Over 100. I, th I yeah, heard... Well over 100,000. I heard somebody say something, though, that the Friday 50-50 was had money rolled over from the previous year, previous something. Well, I don't, I don't know. There's an additional... But, yeah. I, I don't know for sure what that was. That was yeah, just what somebody told but, me. But, but Saturday was a, a paltry $98,000. That, yeah, that's, that's very disappointing. More than a lot more than uh, Hudson O'Neill won, that's unless a, he had the winning 50 50 ticket. Ooh, that'd be a biggie, wouldn't that it? would yeah. 150. What was that? 53,000, 56,000 for a winning in the 98. $150,000. It's not a bad weekend, yeah. Not a bad Saturday night. Tezos All Star Circuit of Champions, the Tuscarora 50 at Port Royal on Thursday was uh, we mentioned actually last week was postponed or canceled due to rain. Friday night they did get some action in there. Tyler Courtney won. Saturday was postponed after qualifying. The makeup date has been announced for that. Uh, that's a sixty thousand to win event. It's going to be on Thursday, October fifth, 
with another rain date of uh, Sunday, October 8th, if uh, they need to push it back again. Ooh. So tough, tough uh, weekend for the All-Stars. Uh, hopefully, uh, it, well, it shouldn't be a tough weekend this weekend. We got the weekend no. weather pit stop forecast. Yep. Spoiler alert, it's looking I, good. I heard I heard about that. We'll, we'll find out later. Uh, Arkham Menard Series action. Uh, Connor Mosak uh, winning the Sioux Chief Fast Track 150 at Kansas Speedway. The uh, NTT IndyCar Series Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey. Scott Dixon picking up the win. Christian Eckes winning at uh, Kansas, the Kansas Lottery 200. John Hunter Nemechek winning at uh, Kansas Speedway in the Xfinity Series, and the playoff field is set for the Xfinity Series now. So all three top-tier series for NASCAR uh, playoff series have been set. Actually, several of them have been in motion for a while now. But uh, now Xfinity Series, guys. We got uh, John Hunter Nemechek, Austin Hill, Justin Allgaier, Cole Custer, Sam Mayer, uh, Chandler Smith, Josh Berry, Sheldon Creed, Sammy Smith, Jeb Burton, Daniel Hemrick, and Parker Kligerman. Those are your playoff contenders in the Xfinity Series. And fun to watch. Tyler Reddick picking up the Cup Series win at Kansas on uh, Sunday. I didn't get to see any of that this weekend. I saw some. Yeah, I saw most of it. Some other uh, notes, the Castrol Full Racing Night in America, uh, fourth annual one for the road on Tuesday at uh, Fairbury Falls, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Bobby Pierce picking up the win there. Fairbury American Legion, Legion Speedway. Speedway. Yes. Yeah. Did you watch any of that? See I Hudson O'Neill get up on two wheels? No. Racing for the lead. That was pretty cool. That's where there's a meme going around now about the droop roll kind of thing. Yeah. I've seen several I, times. Cause I, he, I, I guess it was a good weekend for people getting up on two wheels. Hmm. My, my favorite son did it. Yeah. Motorcycling. Hammer down uh, Army drivers this weekend. As we mentioned, Kurt D- Dickey. Winning the Dominator Superstock B main, John Young finishing second in that race. Yeah, uh, Bolton Colton Cox was fourth at Palmyra in his go kart, and he uh, got the track championship in his class. So congratulations to Bolton Colton, the first hammer down Army driver to uh, win a track championship. So he has Won't that be honor. the last, probably not. Dale Cole Jr. finished thirteenth in the late models. Uh, at Oakshade, Gary Cole did not uh, finish. I don't believe did he start. So he got a 21st uh, is where he ended up. Karen Van Pelt, fifth in the box stock heavy at Palmyra, finishing fourth in points there. Congratulations to her. Dave Gumby Jr. had some issues. He's uh, one of our newest members of the Hammer Down Army. Yeah. Bad ignition box. Did he even finish? He Did he went out to qualify. Or, um, and that was it? Yeah. Yep. He, okay. he set quick time overall in the truck division. Uh, went out to run his heat race and... Engine started sputtering and shut off. Uh, that's why I didn't get a report from him. Just a photo. And Corey McCoy, he finished third in that dirt truck uh, feature at Fremont on Saturday. And uh, Scott Hammer finished seventh in the Dominator Superstock A-Main. I was going to talk to you about that. About what? Seventh. Kind of not up to your standards. Did you see the car? Did you see the front end dragging on the oh, ground? Oh, so now you're going to tell me it, that aerodynamics are playing. It was not aerodynamics. It was a bad push. Okay. Front end goes down. The front wheels aren't sticking because of, never mind. We'll argue about that later. How about we give our <laughs> uh, guest a call here? First, got to mention real quick, Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Uh, Oakshaderaceway.com is where you can uh, stay up to date on results, points, whatever. 
Um, just a few more races left this year. Follow them on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. This weekend's the Dominator Super Stock. Spectacular. I can't talk tonight. I should just go to bed. Uh, Dominator Super Stock Spectacular paying $1,000 to win. Uh, we'll also have Sportsman, Late Models, and Compacts all in action right. as well. That's uh, this Saturday night at Oakshade. DCR Graphics, they do uh, wraps, uh, specialized in banner stickers, die casts, uh, window stickers, anything. Uh, give Dale Cole Jr. a call, 419-308-9523. Check him out on Facebook at DCR Graphics. You can uh, also get these window stickers. They're just $5. He'll mail them to you, bring it to the track, whatever. He won't charge you for postage. Um, just give them a call, order your sticker, you got a race car, slap it on there, and we'll add you to our Hammer Down Army driver list and uh, report on your finish each and every week until that list becomes the entire show, and then we might have to cut that back That's a little. Ah, how about we uh, give Brian Reed a call here? Let's uh, switch some gears. So 30, uh, 34 years of racing for Byron. Really? Yeah. Like I said, eight-time tra- champion there at Attica. Yeah. Hello. Hi, is this Byron? Yep. Hey, Byron. It's Scott Hammer and Ryan Miller's Hammer Down Racing Report. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. Good. First, I uh, wanted to say uh, congratulations on win number 44 at uh, Attica this past weekend. Finished second in uh, in the points there. How emotional was that uh, to finish there with a win? Uh, it was pretty emotional, you know. Um been, I've been racing there since 1989 and just got a lot of history there. And, and, uh, so yeah, it was pretty emotional. It was pretty, couldn't, go, couldn't have gone much better. Your, your interview with, uh, Brian Liskai, I, I could tell that you got choked up a couple times and, and, and again, congratulations. It was a very dominating win. It wasn't something you backed into. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. So what uh, what made you decide that uh, this was going to be your last year racing? Okay, so there was a few different reasons. Um, uh, basically, my uh, dad passed away uh, actually New Year's Eve day of this yes. past year, um, and so it was always, always a family thing. So that kind of I don't know put a little damper on it, but. To be honest, I had actually had made the decision before he he'd passed away, and the other thing was I have a small business that takes a lot of my time, and then finally, um, basically, you know, I'm 50 years old. I've been racing for 34 years, and you know, I just felt like I wanted to go out when I still felt like I was competitive. I didn't want to keep going until you know. I was just hanging on. And so, you know, this kind of within that last race kind of, I don't know, felt like that ju- kind of justified what I planned to do, what what my planning was. Gotcha. You're not getting any second thoughts after picking up that win, are you? <laughs> no, not really. Not really. Um, I just, I'm glad I did it. And I don't know, just, it just makes it a feel good or whatever but um no 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 plans to change byron a couple of weeks from now does that mean that the car is going to be for sale or are you going to be a car owner do you have any <laughs> thoughts of putting someone else in the car and staying involved right so um i love racing uh, i've been racing 
myself for 34 years and I've been a fan since I was about five years old. Um, but, and I do want to, I want us to involved in racing in some way, shape or form, but being a car owner is not going to be it. I just feel like, um, if I was going to put somebody else in the car, I would might as well just drive it myself because, um, you know, this is the same amount of work, same amount of money and everything. So it won't be that, but the only thing that I've actually got nailed down that I'm, I want to do, I actually have say I have, uh, one car that I actually have possession of that was the car that I won a bunch of races with in the like 2008 to 2012 time frame. And then I've also have, um, I don't have it, but I, I the guy that I sold it to, uh, is going to give it back to me or sell it back to me when he's done with it. It was the car that I won the Attica Fremont and fast championships all in the same year. And I'm going to kind of restore those cars just to have them. And then, uh, I don't know. I haven't, this is the more murky part of the deal. I want to get a vintage car oh. of some other vintage car, but I'm, I haven't got one yet. And I don't, it's just gonna, that's going to be more of a, more of a little bit of a, uh, you know, I'll just look around and see what, what seems like would make sense for me. Are you talking a vintage race car? Yeah. Like, a like, okay. so if I was to have my ideal vintage race car, I don't want to get it like an old USAC car from the 1960s or something. I want to get, I ideally would like to get something that maybe I was on the same track with or whatever. And if I had to pick one car, it'd be the Sammy Swindell TMC car okay, yep. <laughs> if I could find one. And and actually I've found, I talked to a guy that actually has restored seven of them hmm. to, for, from people, including the, and that the, the TMC family, the people that own the TMC trucking company and uh, Speedway Motors has a couple of them too. I would have had you figured for a Jan Opperman guy. Uh, no, he was before my time. Um, Obviously, I've heard a lot of good stories about him, but he was before my time. Um, So it'd be more of a Sammy Swindell type deal for me. So would you would you uh, consider running like uh, with a group like uh, the Vintage American Race Cars, just doing some exhibition stuff? Or you know, I don't know. I haven't really thought it through that much. Okay, (laughs) but um, but maybe you never know. You never know. That, that kind of leads me to my next question is, uh, I mean, we've talked to a lot of drivers, race car drivers over the years who say they're retiring and then uh, the next year, like, hey, guess who's going to be back out in the car this yeah. year? Is this, right. is this uh, you know, is this set in stone for you or is, is you know, is there an so, opening somewhere? It's basically... Per- you know, I'm going to, I'm not going to say absolutely 100%, but it's 99.99%. The only thing that I've told, I had somebody say that, um, I guess Fremont, they, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Fremont too much, but they, they used, they, they, um, had a, had like a legends race or whatever, uh, a few years back. They've had, they had a few of them. Well, I guess, they're going to do another one in, I don't know, two or three years. And I said, I would do that. Gotcha. Okay. So, all right. So I would so, do that. So, so it's not an etched in stone. I'm absolutely done racing. Goodbye. 
Um, well, if, for a, from a standpoint of getting in a car um, for a, a race where, you know, it's I'm racing against, you know, 18, 20 year olds or whatever. Yeah, I understand. It's, it's so close to etched in stone that you can darn near start carving the stone. But, I, you know, I don't want to flat, you know, I, I'm going to leave myself one tenth of one percent <laughs> okay. chance. So somebody came, somebody came to you with a very competitive ride and say, hey, I don't have a driver for the, the Brad Doty uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, would you mind filling in for him? You know, I wouldn't even, I doubt I would even do that, okay. to be honest with you. Okay. If I did, if I, if, if I was ever to, it would probably be in my own stuff if I, if I came back out, no, but I don't think that I'm 99.99% sure that won't happen. <laughs> okay, while we're, while we're there, have you ever driven anything other than the family car? Yeah. Yeah. I have a few different occasions. I drove, uh, years back. I actually drove Bob Hampshire's car one night. Um, I drove, uh, I don't know if you guys knew the Johnny Vance champ car. I drove that at Eldora one time. Um, and eh, maybe one or two other things, but not too much else. So how did you get into, uh, racing 410 sprint cars? So, uh, how that came about, um, my mom and dad, my dad, especially they were, they were, um, just race fans when they were younger, they would watch, you know, your Raleigh Beals and, um, Leo Caldwell's and just different guys from that era race. And then when they, um, got married and got going with their life, they kind of got away from it cause they were busy, you know, forging out a life for themselves. And then when I was very young, I don't know, maybe four or five years old, we had some cousins that were just, just kind of general race fans. Actually, they were more into drag racing than anything. They asked us to go to Oakshade to a all-star race and we went to it and uh, that was back when like well the race was won by lee osborne if you guys remember him and then um, danny smith was there in the gambler house car and actually mark keegan was there um so when i went to that with my dad um it just sparked something in me and from that point forward it was just racing was just pretty much all I thought about till I was, you know, probably I, I would say till I was about 28 years old, that was like my, my, everything I thought of, everything I wanted was to do with racing. I kind of, kind of take it back that I didn't realize that the all-stars actually ran a race at Oakshade ever. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know yeah. that. That must've been before yep. my time there. Cool. Yep. So, uh, in your 30, 34 years of racing, I'm sure you've been to uh, many different tracks. Uh, is there one that you really look forward to going to most? Um, so speaking of that, we actually was driving home from the races one night and we, uh, was kind of counting and I've raced at about six, I've been, I've raced at about 65 different tracks. And it's funny that now, you know, you're getting old because I think there was at least five or six tracks that I raced on like multiple versions of the track. Sure. So, so, um, as far as the track that I look forward to the most, I guess you'd have to say Attica. I mean, I just, I just, for whatever reason, I've always 
well, not for whatever reason, for the reason of that it's such a, it's, it's a competitive track and, you know, a lot, most nights you didn't, you didn't have to start right up front and you could still have a chance. Um, so, and I don't know, just, I just like the atmosphere. I like how they ran the show. So I would say Attica is probably my number one. Okay. Chuck G, one of our listeners wants to know who builds your engines. So, uh, Kistler engines from near Fremont, um, where a lot of us in this area are very fortunate that, uh, Basically, I would say the number one engine builder of sprint cars in the whole United States, maybe the world, because they sell them to Australia too, is Kistler Engines right uh, 45 minutes away from us in Fremont. And they built my engines for since, well, let's see, I would say 25 years they've been building my engines. Nice. Very good. There you go, Chuck. There's your answer. (laughs) Yeah. So in, in your 34 years, uh, I'm sure you've had a lot of memorable nights. Uh, is there one that sticks out as, is one that you wish you could forget? <laughs> one I wish I could forget. Um, well, obviously I had some major crashes at Eldora, which, um, which were definitely forgettable. Um, but probably there's, it's kind of an odd one, but I was, the, a race we was racing an all-star race at florence speedway in florence kentucky yep. and it was uh, um yeah ron's a late model guy that's a big late model track <laughs> oh, um, yeah. well i was uh killing them i was i was leading by a straightaway and just just the car i could just everything was perfect and it was the weird it was the very weirdest thing um I come up on a lap car and then I took me up and then it took me a little bit to pass them. And before I knew it, uh, the second place guy got by me. Then the third place guy got by me. Well, what I didn't realize the track was taking rubber and the bottom groove. And I had been running the top groove the whole race. And I was just, I was by far the fastest car and I didn't realize that it, the track it took rubber. And by the time I, I, you know, I was, I guess, didn't want to give up thinking the top groove was still good. Well, before I realized that I was seventh. So I went from leading by a straightaway to seventh in about two laps. So that's probably, I would say that's the most disappointing race I've had. Yeah, but the racer's mentality is that you got to go with what got you there. Right. Well, that's, and that's, what's hard about lead, being the leader, you Absolutely. know, Absolutely, leading a race is one of the hardest things you can do. Right. Right. I, I don't my, have much experience idea, at that. So I can't, <laughs> I can't weigh in. <laughs> my ideal scenario is to take the lead on about the, with about two to go. That that's about yep. I, ideal go. scenario for me. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Yep. So, uh, this weekend, are you, you're running the Jim Joanne uh, Ford classic? Yep, I sure am. Okay. And yep. What's uh, then? What's your very last race uh, going to be? Uh, it'll be the following Saturday at Fremont. Their okay. their season champion night will be my last race. God, is there going to be a big party afterwards? A retirement party or what's, what's happening? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. There's nothing. There's nothing that I've set up anyhow. Okay. Well, maybe uh, maybe some of those uh, classic cars you restore. Uh, could go to the the Hall of Fame there they have at Fremont. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. Cool. Yep. No, I, I 
was uh, listening to one of your interviews. Uh, you did not get a chance to uh, do a certain thing after you picked up the win at Attica, and you're hoping you're able to do that at Fremont. You wanna, you know what I'm talking about, and you wanna. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Yep. So, <laughs> what was kind of uh, somewhat anticlimactic about the race last Friday is, um, which I'm, I'm glad it happened after the checkered because it was nice to not have to go through a bunch of restarts when leading, but. So as soon as the checkered flag waved, uh, a couple guys crashed and one of them flipped um, and they had to immediately put out the red flag. So I had to stop on the track and I've in the last, and probably for the, probably the last, I don't know, 20 or 30 of my wins, I had a little deal where after I took the checkered, I'd make one more lap and I'd try to wheelie down the front straightaway and I didn't get to do that because the red flag came out. But um, So hopefully I can get a chance to to win another one and I'll try to pull a wheelie down the straightaway. There we go. You got two shots to do it this weekend at Fremont then. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I always say, like the, with the all stars, um, it'll be very tough, but the biggest thing is to get yourself qualified because if you have to start behind all the, those guys, you're not going to win. But if you can start in front of a lot of them, you, you have a chance. Gotcha. Now, you talked about running with a lot of younger kids, uh, younger drivers. I shouldn't call them kids. Younger drivers. Uh, who are some of them that have kind of caught your eye that uh, you know you might keep your eye on uh, the going ones forward? Just in getting their started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, around our, our area, um, I feel like Bryce Lucius is, looks pretty strong, but very strong actually. Um, and then I did get a chance. To, I raced a, one of those high limit races at Kokomo mm-hmm. Speedway and I got a chance to see uh, Corey Day from California firsthand and he is pretty impressive. Um, I can't, the, the most impressive, most talented guy I ever saw starting out was Kyle Larson years back, but this That's Corey Day is not, not too far away from him. He was pretty, he looked pretty awesome. So I would say, on a national level, it'd be him, and on a local level, I would say uh, Bryce Lucius, uh, Darren Nida is another kid that's coming up D- pretty well. Darren um, has actually much better lately. Yeah, and actually, um, Mark Keegan's son Mike um, is doing really well too. Um, so a lot of the three hundred five graduates are are starting to do pretty well. Oh, and also there's another kid, uh, Casey. I never say his name right, but it's Jedrzak, I believe. Jedrzak. <laughs> Jedrzak or whatever. Um, See, it's not just me. It's not just yeah. me. I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, he's he's pretty talented, too. I, I You can definitely tell um, he gets in some cars, and, and all of a sudden that car is running better. And, and he gets in cars that he hasn't drove before and does well, so. I would say those guys are ones to look out for. It'll, and a lot of those you mentioned are drivers that uh, – come from California, you know, uh, uh, Buddy Kofoid came from California. Macedo uh, came out here and was running. Uh, what's going, what, I mean, is there something about the drivers from California? Do they have an unfair advantage? Money. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I would not say money. Um, uh, basically, I mean, obviously money helps, but, oh, yeah. um, but you know they are they are talented. Um, I know, like Carson Macedo, for example, uh, he came out here to race, and you know he didn't bring anything, and 
and he did really well. And um, I don't know, Corey Day, I don't know much about his situation. I do know I actually raced against his dad, uh, Ronnie Day, years back. Um, but I don't know much about his situation. I know he's in a great car with uh, Jason Myers, owns it. And so it, it is a, the car is well funded, but, but I don't know. I, I, money, money only gets you so far and that talent's got to, got to get you the rest of the way. And I think uh, a lot of those guys have it. Got it. S- speaking of uh, well-funded, your car doesn't have any sponsors on it. Is there anybody that you need to thank? Uh, it actually does. Uh, Crown Battery, um, they've been a longtime sponsor of mine from Fremont. Um, yeah, so they've been, they're, they're a sponsor for me. Um, other than that, I, Kistler helps me out and, uh, oh, I don't know. There's a few other small ones, but, um, that's about it. One question. Uh, I know we've asked a, a lot of, uh, some of the late model guests we've had on that, uh, have been running for a long time. Like Jerry Bowersock, I think we sure. asked him this, uh, technology. I mean, you've had a long career, so you've, you've seen how, I mean, has it changed a lot with the uh, sprint cars? How has the technology changed from like 1989 to 2023 in uh, sprint car racing? To be honest with you, I don't really think it's changed a whole lot. I mean, I think, um, I think it's very similar to um, how, how you set the car up and, and I mean, there's definitely some, there's been some changes, not really, not just different things we focus on. Like you used for like, um, maybe 10, 15 years ago, you'd put on a, a shock. Okay. For example, and it's, I don't know, not to get too deep in the weeds, but like a pro shock, it was a number five or a number six. And you would just, put that on, assume it was good. Well, now you're, you're dyno and all your shocks and you're worried about, you know, the, the pounds of resistance at, uh, you know, one inch just per second, three inch per second. You know, there's a lot more fine, finer adjustments on the shocks. Um, but, um, really from a, from a technology standpoint, I actually, I actually would almost say that maybe we've gone, I hate to say gone I won't say backward, but so, in, so I was around before the weight rules were in place. And, um, so it wasn't, I believe it was around 2001 or 2002 when they started doing weight rules. And prior to that, people were really getting pretty crafty on ways to, to reduce the weight of their cars. Um, and I feel like there was a little bit more, ingenuity back then than Cre- there maybe even is now <laughs> right yes i guess that's the way to say it just it's, it's not no different like they you talk listen to the nascar guys you know um they were they the, they was a lot more creativity and more time spent on building cars 10 years ago now this new car it's just a, a cookie cutter car you know and and you can't do much to it and i I mean, I wouldn't say that we're, we have co- complete cookie cutter cars, but just with the weight rule and that, it's just, there's, you know, you can only do so much. Um, now the motors, obviously they've, they've gone from when I started, I, you know, your motor was 700 horsepower. Now they're 950 horsepower. So that makes, that's, that's a big change in, in technology, but, but really uh, in the end, um, I still say it 
you're you're dealing with all the same stuff that that I was 20 years ago. Yeah, that 950 horsepower makes the wheelies a little easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Well, uh, we hope to see you doing some wheelies uh, this weekend. Uh, our guests uh, that we have on, they typically go on to win their next uh, race after being on the show or their, the race after that. So you got two shots this weekend, and luck, luck, right. luck should be on your side, man. All right. That would be great if I could pull it off. <laughs> oh, we'd love to see it. Yes. Yeah, Thank definitely, you. I definitely want to see the, the wheelie there. And uh, we appreciate the time, and uh, wish you the best on, on your retirement. All right. Well, sounds good. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see you get choked up on the mic again when Brian Liskai interviews you. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> Ron just likes to see people cry. I don't know why. Uh, he didn't cry. He <laughs> yeah. just he, he held it up. back really well, Scott. Gotcha. Right, right. Well, cool, yeah. man. I, I know you got a lot of fans. Uh, I mean, I remember going – I don't get to get – get out to Fremont too much, uh, with running Oakshade all the time. But one time I went out there, the first thing, uh, one of the Fremont guys had his Byron, do you know, Byron Reed's here tonight. This was a few yeah. years ago. I was like, I, I don't, right. I just got here. I don't know. <laughs> right. So, right. So you got a, yep. you, you got a solid fan base. Uh, anything you want to say to them, uh, as, as you, uh, kind of bow out here in the next few weeks. Um, you know, just, just appreciate all the support over the years and, uh, I definitely, like I said there at, uh, at Attica, it's when it, it might sound, um, cliche or whatever, but it, you, you got to admit when you're, when you're in victory lane and everybody's cheering for you and that, it's, it's a pretty good feeling and yeah. definitely something I'll miss, miss when it's over. All right, man. Well, uh, go get some more checker flags this weekend. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Thanks Byron. Byron. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm, bye. Bye. There you go. Byron Reed uh, picking up uh, the win in his final uh, appearance at Attica. Maybe, uh, well, he's got a couple more weeks, I guess, at, right. at Fremont. But right. uh, maybe last time with the All-Stars uh, this weekend. So we wish him luck. Well, if you're going to win one, you might as well make it a big one. Sure, well, he, it was a pretty big one uh, with the Attica-Fremont Championship yes, Series was. on last Friday. So, uh, cool. Uh, i got to mention uh, Dominator Race Products. Do you have Dominator race products on your car, Ron? I do. Oh, me too. I have broken Dominator race products because I broke it. Uh, but I can get new Dominator race products. Uh, Ultimate body panels are now in stock. They have all late model and mod panels. Uh, they have st- stock car panels, uh, nose pieces, bumpers, supports. That. Classic Camaro noses. There you go. The Killer Z noses, Killer I believe Z, is what they're yeah. called. Hoods, uh, fillers, doors, quarters. You can order direct from DominatorRaceProducts.com. Give them a call, 419-923-6970. Dominator Race Products, also available from your local reputable race shops as well, such as Ron Miller Race Cars, so you can give him a call. Got a little bit of racing news to do here, then we're going to give away some uh, Big D's Pizza with how many, and uh, don't forget to pop in that hashtag DCR in the comments of uh, the Facebook Live or the YouTube Live for your chance to win that uh, window decal this week. Uh, Hammer Down Racing Report window decal, that is. You know anybody from uh, 614 area code? Isn't that Columbus? Hmm. I don't know who that is. Phone lines are not open, so we're not going to answer that call. We are, however, going to uh, go on here to do some racing news. Latest racing news. 
Uh, in conjunction with uh, the NASCAR Foundation and colleague, colleague giving, colleague as in colleague racing, K A U L I G. Thank yep. you. Uh, the Arkham and Art Series took part in uh, Speedy Bear Brigade earlier this week. They donated dozens of teddy, bear, teddy bears to uh, children's hospitals in the Toledo area on uh, Tuesday. Series representatives will or made stops to distribute the bears. Uh, they also distributed racing-themed coloring books, crayons, and die-cast race cars to uh, young patients at both Mercy St. Vincent's uh, Children's Hospital and uh, Russell J. Ebid, Ebide Children's Ibid. Hospital? Ibid? Yep. I hadn't heard of that one. Where's that at? Yeah. Is that part of, uh, like, Toledo? Romatica. Okay. I believe. Name looked familiar, but anyway. Uh, NTT IndyCar Series announced on Sunday a unique made-for-TV racing expedition. Uh, I'm sorry, ex, ex, exhibition. Exhibition. I really talk. I can't talk tonight, man. Exhibition. Uh, during the 2024 season, the uh, special event from sunny Southern California will offer a $1 million prize to the winner and uh, will receive a network broadcast showcase on NBC. Race day for the $1 million challenge is set for Sunday March 24th, with an NTT IndyCar Series open test and qualifications to take place Friday and Saturday, March 22nd and 23rd, right before that. So, I don't know, kind of an exhibition race, so non-points race. Would that be like a a preseason game that pays money? But it's with the traditional IndyCar cars? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. You said open... Open competition. Yeah. I just, whoa, what are they doing Open there? test. Open test. Okay. Like it's open for, like, for business. I don't know. Okay. On Friday night at Eldora Speedway during his preliminary feature, did you see this? Ricky Thornton Jr., he was uh, leading and uh, uh, cruising during a caution and headed uh, directly into the back of a uh, packed safety truck. Yeah, I want you turned to go, at the last I want moment. Want you to go out and hit the pace car. <laughs> he did that, although it wasn't the pace car. It was just a safety truck. Uh, just a few feet before uh, making contact, he looked up uh, because I guess he was communicating with hand signals to his guys in the infield. Yeah, about uh, something with the motor, or I believe that's what it was. And uh, he looked up just uh, as he was heading into doom, as the article says. It says doom. Uh, Thornton Jr. made an abrupt left-hand turn and was able to avoid contact with the front end of his machine. However, he caught the uh, taillight of the safety truck on the, the left rear with the right rear spoiler of uh, his uh, late model. Uh, taillight of the safety truck was knocked out and plastic pieces were spread across the track. And cleanup was extended, but he didn't get a, any penalty for hitting that or anything. Is, it, not is there bad. a rule that's written that says you can't hit? You can't hit the safety truck? I don't know. I mean, does it? do you need a rule that says that? I, I mean, obviously it wasn't on purpose, but yeah. uh, still it could have been a, a safety issue. That was uh, one of those freak weird deals. Uh, previously suspended NASCAR National Series uh, driver Noah Gregson has filed an entry for this Saturday's ASA Stars National Tour Glass City 200 presented by DTS drivetrain specialist and courtyard by Marriott at Toledo Speedway. Gregson will team up with Rhett Jones Racing, co-owned by Terry Jones, a former ARCA late model sportsman champion at Toledo Speedway, along with 2009 ARCA Menard Series championship crew chief Mark Rhett. On uh, Tuesday, NASCAR announced that the suspension uh, on Noah Gregson had been lifted. He uh, had liked 
something that was yeah he shouldn't have on social media yeah i don't remember exactly what it was yeah. but yeah so he went on facebook somebody posted something that, a meme i think it was yeah and he hit the like button and they got Sus- suspended he, he and he suspended. lost his uh he lost his ride actually right uh gregson has not announced any deals to get behind the wheel in 2024 legacy motor club uh, who he used to drive for is making the switch to Toyotas in 2024. They have already signed John Hunter Nemechek as their new driver. So that's crazy. Yeah, well, he's already found a ride uh, for this weekend. Right at Toledo, that would be a pretty good race, actually. Uh, Shan- Shane Van Gisbergen, 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 Gisbergen. The dude from uh, where is he from? New Zealand. New Zealand. Yep. Uh, that won the Chicago race, right. uh, Cup Series race, his first and, uh, race. Yeah, I think he, I think he's leading or has won the uh, sports car series that he yeah, races super, in North V8 Super Cup Series okay. in, in Australia. Yeah. Well, he wants to run NASCAR, and he has signed a deal with Trackhouse Racing that will have him competing in select NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Truck Series races next year, plus some late model and uh, other. Ooh. It said and other races. I don't know what that means. What kind but, of cars does Trackhouse have? I, I don't know. He'll probably be in them. Other races. Yeah. So uh, pretty cool stuff there. And uh, that's it for racing news tonight. And uh, no hammer down uh, hotline this week. Just a lot of uh, a lot of telemarketing calls. Actually, thirty four seconds of nothing. Really? Yeah. There was like five phone calls of just thirty four huh. seconds of nothing, and it said uh, suspected spam. But uh, if you want to call. Leave a message for us on the Hammerdown Racing Report. We'll play it back as long as racing-related and not spam. 419-318-3081. 419-318-3081. Call or text anytime, day or night. And uh, if it's not within an hour or two before our next show, we'll probably play it back on the next show. Or the following yeah. show, I should say. So there you go. HammerdownRacingReport.com if uh, you need that number as well. I had a, a phone call earlier tonight. There's a... A podcast network that's interested in picking us up. Really? Yeah, it means more commercials though, so I'm not sure about that. We kind of got our own thing going here. Good. Does it pay six figures? We get uh, it's a revenue sharing thing. I see. Okay. They would insert commercials during certain parts of the show, and it would only it wouldn't be on the live broadcast. It would only be on the podcast part. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe I should take a Twitter poll. See if we should go national. Well, we are we're international already. We're, we're, we are worldwide. We are. We would just have uh, some more other podcasts. Uh, they do a lot of, like, F1 stuff, but they want to get into uh, NASCAR, I think. And really? Okay. They want to kind of in- intermingle their now, racing w- podcasts w- Would with they each be other. dictating our content? Oh, no. No. Okay. Not at all. No, this would still be our show. We still have our own sponsors. They would just uh, – the benefit is that they would be uh, selling sponsorships across their network of – racing podcasts so they've so, recognized that we are one of the premier yes that's definitely podcasts. It. that's definitely it. that's well, good to hear sure. yeah it's, I, I like to hear those things uh and one other podcast i think their main one right now is a formula one one based out of australia really yeah well okay well, we'll see what and, the, and f1 we'll is, see what that looks like f1. we'll bring we'll bring the listeners on the on the ride with us to see yeah. if it's something yeah. because it's their show too yeah f1's a big deal in australia is it, how many races do they have in Australia? Uh, I don't know, F1? but it, the, the fan base is huge. Okay. I think that's my kid. 
in his room oh, playing well, on okay. his computer. Yeah. Background so that noise. means it's uh, time to play how many and a chance to win a uh, Big D's pizza. How about we do that? Or do we have breaking news yet? Yeah, let's do some breaking oh, news. Oh, we got breaking news. Wait, 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 wait. Now it's official. Okay, okay. Anybody interested in getting into late model racing, give me a call. The number 35 late model is for sale. It can be bought as a roller uh, or a complete turnkey, or if somebody is interested in a uh, an all aluminum 421, uh, I could sell just the engine. But uh, changing gears a little bit, Scott, I'm... You're not retiring now. No, no, no. That's, I, that was... I'm, I'm still... A dedicated racer, having way too much fun racing. <laughs> Dave um, says he could get a pay raise if we do the network. Yeah, yeah. Yes, hundred percent, Dave. Double it. Uh, yeah, two hundred percent raise. Anyways, go ahead. No, I, I'm kind of disappointed in the direction that late model racing and any of our people, any of our listeners that have been around a while, know that I'm not pleased with the direction late models are are heading, uh, and I'm not throwing any uh, stones at, at the racetracks, but. The return on investment is nowhere near what it was a few years ago. Uh, and, and I know the racetracks are facing their challenges. Racers are facing their challenges. And I'm just in a position where I can't afford it, but I choose not to. But I still will be racing at a racetrack near you. And that's also not to say that if the, your car doesn't sell, you will be racing it still before the end of this year. Oh, absolutely. The late model. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but if somebody showed up tomorrow with a fistful of money, yeah. Then your car, and it could be race ready. A- absolutely. The uh, absolutely fresh engine just went in and was fired up today for the first time. So, okay. There you go. Uh, moving on, before we do get to how many here, I forgot to bring this up at the beginning of the show. Our tote board for the Showdown Series. Oh, this is exciting too, Scott. We got the Showdown Series, uh, Corey McCoy's deal, uh, featuring the Dominator Superstocks and the Fremont Dirt Trucks. Those are the main and, and constituents other, of that. And a few other. Factory Stocks at Toledo, the yeah, uh, American classes. Iron at uh, Sandusky, the Dirt Track Truck Series, four-cylinders, they're, yeah. they're eligible for, they're all invited, they're they can be part of the. Sh- it's basically a bunch of different uh, classes that are similar mashed together. Yeah, bring your rule book because you will be teched according to your rules. And if you've been breaking your rules during the year, you could be in deep doo doo. If you want more information, we had Corey on the show last week. Uh, check out last week's show. He kind of went yeah. over the rules uh, or get a hold of Corey McCoy. Uh, we can get you in contact with him if you need to. But right now, uh, the Oakshade event coming up on September 30th for the Superstacks, Fremont Trucks, and everyone else is up to 1,200 to win. When we had him on last week, it was 1,000 to win. Now right. it's up to 1,200 to win. He'd like to still bring these both up. Right. So this is just the current tote board. So you still got two more weeks to uh, a little over two weeks. Uh, if you want to add some money to the pot, he's also uh, willing to take uh, some money for special races like Australian Pursuit Race, right. the, the, what was it, the pick race? Match race, whatever right. you pick a, yeah. there's all, if you got an off the wall thing, he's, choose he, he'll race. choose yep. race. Yes, if if you have an off the wall idea, Corey will probably uh, be willing to listen to it and, and probably will maybe, will maybe go with it. it. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and the late models will be along with both of those 
Yeah, topless at Oakshade, and then uh, normal UMP late model rules on uh, the 6th at Fremont. At Fremont. And the Fremont uh, Superstock Truck Showdown Series. We're calling it the Showdown. It's just easier right. instead of naming 100 different uh, classes. Is up to tw- is 2,100. That's where it was last week. Still at 2,100. And, uh, and that's for the, the for stock the, cars and the trucks, the correct. combined class. The winner. 2100 and it's not it's not a dolly parton payoff it's not top heavy it's it's paying well <laughs> back through the field correct so again uh, if you want to add to that you got a business you want to promote uh get a hold of Corey mccoy uh he did this last year put it together it was uh, only at uh, fremont last year and it turned right. out with what do you say 48 uh vehicles right uh showed up and it was a pretty competitive race so yeah the the top 10 was five of five of trucks stock five stocks right so uh, looking forward to seeing how it's going to work out at Oakshade, too, this year. That was actually pretty fun to compete in. Now let's uh, give away some pizza. How about we do that? Yeah. We do the how many right here. How many? So last week's how many was how many late models were going to be at Eldora on Friday for one of the preliminary nights of the World 100. Right. 102 late models were uh, qualified, I do believe. You said 108. Yep. We're very optimistic. I said 99. Corey, when he was here, said 94. So, boom. That was closest. Boom. Huh. But our winner, who was even closer than me, uh, picked 100. That's Scott Bowen. Really? Yeah, Scott Bowen wins a uh, free Big D's pizza. He has 30 days to claim his uh, pizza there from Big D's out in Clyde. Scott Bowen, once again, congratulations. Yeah. You are the winner of a Big D's Pizza. This week, a little good, more. Good guess. Yes. This week, a little more complicated. This one that involves math. Ooh. That's well, not your mystery. strong point. And you won. Yeah. Uh, Arnold says, uh, big mystery, what class Ron Miller will race in 2024? There you go. Wouldn't be a certain kind of vehicle you've been building a lot of the past few years. You just never know. Okay. Might be a couple of them. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so this week's how many? How many All-Stars, All-Star Circuit of Champions, 410s, will be at Fremont Friday night? Plus, how many Dominator Superstocks will be in competition for that spectacular $1,000 at Oakshade on Saturday? So the, so bomber, the number of 410s. So the, the Superstock Spectacular at Oakshade. Saturday. Plus, Saturday. Plus, plus the number the, of All-Stars at Fremont on Friday. Friday. Tomorrow night. Okay. That total number of and, combined vehicles. So and say, we've got up until... We'll say 4, four o'clock, o'clock on, on Friday. Friday to uh, get in. So if you're listening to us on the podcast, you can uh, put your guests in. Uh, just head over to our Facebook Live video and put your guests in the comments. You're listening to us now. You could do that. Again, so here's an example. This is not right, but say there's 20 all-stars at Fremont on Friday and 20 super stocks uh, at Oakshade on Saturday. So you would guess 40. So just put that total number in. That's your guess. I know it's pretty hard because there's a lot of math here. A whole whole plus. I I certainly wouldn't guess. I wouldn't guess 40, though. I wouldn't guess 40. Yeah, I don't think 40 would be enough for uh, even Oakshade. Yeah. And once you put in your guess, you're locked in. So uh, you might want to think about it first. Uh, So here we go. I have to put in my guess. I'm I, this is I'm going to break it down. I'm going to say 48 super stocks plus 32 
All Stars. So that yeah. was eighty. That's eighty. Thank you for. I was almost ten off. Ooh. So I'm going with eighty. Ooh, and Scott. And Scott picked Scott eighty. Bowen. Our winner of uh, Big D's Pizza this week. He, yeah. He's going for for the double actually. Ad. That looks like eight O. I don't know if that's an eighty. That might be an eight O. We'll give him eighty. We'll give him okay. eighty. Okay. All right. What do you got, Ryan? I'm going eighty-one, buddy. <laughs> You're going higher. Okay. You're picking the over. Uh, so is Nancy. She's got uh, 90 there. So, uh, again, if you're listening on the podcast, not listening to us live, you can uh, still get in on this uh, chance to win a Big D's pizza. Just uh, get that guess in before 4 o'clock on Friday. Once you guess, you're locked in. You cannot change your vote or your guess. Uh, if I see a little edited in the comment there, you will get the black flag. Yep. So whoever is closest will win. If we have a tie, we'll spin the Big D's pizza wheel to figure out that winner. Still chance to win a uh, Hammer Down Racing Report window sticker, hashtag DCR. Got a couple minutes here before we do that drawing. If you haven't uh, typed in hashtag DCR in the comments and you're checking us out live, then uh, you have time to do that. Just type hashtag DCR just like it is on the screen there. Let's check out our uh, Big D's Pizza Racing menu for uh, this weekend. I think uh, I think we got a pretty good venue for, for this weekend. Yeah. This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. So, uh, Fremont, tomorrow night, Friday night, September 15th, Madison Motors, Jim Joanne Ford Classic, featuring the Tesla's All-Star Circuit of Champion 410s and the dirt trucks. Gates open at 4 p.m. That's when uh, we'll cut off the, the guesses for this week's how many. Uh, racing will start at 7 p.m. on Friday. General Mission, $25. Eldora Speedway is something I forgot to take off because that was the World 100 from last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> So Fremont Speedway, that's uh, that's what you got on uh, Friday. Saturday night, uh, Toledo Speedway, 35th running of the Glass City 200 featuring the ASA Stars National Super Late Model Tour. Uh, a lot, pretty big names in that yes, race sir. coming up. As we mentioned, Noah Gregson, uh, Bubba Pollard, uh, yeah. who else was in? There was a few other big names. So uh, I think Ty Majeski was one of them. I was going to try and get Ty on the show, but uh, they have the truck race tonight oh, at Bristol. So yeah. he's a little busy. Uh, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of big names in that, uh, factory stocks will also be in action at Toledo Speedway as well as late model sportsman season championship gates open 1115 on Saturday racing at 5 PM general admissions, $30 there at Toledo Speedway, Oakshade raceway, Papa boiler dominator, super stock spectacular, uh, thousand dollars to win for that late model sportsman and uh, compacts also in action gates open at four racing at seven general admission, $14 at Oakshade. Fremont Speedway, night number two of the Madison Motors Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. Uh, it was, uh, I believe, it's six thousand to win on Friday night for the All Stars. It's going to be ten thousand to win for the Tezos All Star Circuit of Champions on Saturday. Three hundred five sprints in action on Saturday as well. So you have two classes Friday. You have the trucks and the All Stars. Saturday it's the three hundred fives and the All Stars. Right. So make sure you get that straight. Uh, gates open at four on Saturday. Racing at seven. General Mission, again, 25 bucks there at Fremont Speedway. Butler Motor Speedway, season championship night with the 410 sprints, UMP modified street stocks, four cylinders, gates open at four, racing at 730. General Mission, $15 at Butler on Saturday. And finally on Saturday, Waynesfield Raceway Park. It's the challenge at the field, not the battle at the field. They update it. It's the challenge at the field now. Featuring UMP modified stock cars, compacts, and dirt trucks, gates open at five, racing at 730. General Mission, 
$15 there as well. Other series action this weekend, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series uh, will take place in the uh, the Lucas Oil Late Model Nationals at Knoxville Raceway in uh, Knoxville, Iowa. That's tonight through Saturday. The World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series, Tom Tarleton uh, Classic at King Speedway in Hanford, California, Friday night, that's September 15th. Then it's the uh, 49er Gold Rush Classic at, uh, I always say this wrong, Placerville, 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 whatever, Speedway in uh, California as well. That's uh, on Saturday night. Arc Bernard Series in action. Uh, well, they were in action. They probably uh, are done by now. They started at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, that race was on FS1, and maybe Dave can give us uh, an update before we go off the air here as to who uh, may have picked up the win in that Bush Beans 200 at Bristol earlier this evening. NASCAR Truck Series, as I mentioned, in action tonight. It's the UNOH 200. That'll be starting at 9 p.m. on FS1. Uh, Xfinity Series action, Food City 300 at Bristol. That's tomorrow night, Friday night at 7.30. Already did. I don't know what that means. Dave, what does that mean, Dave? Already did what? You already sent me a thing or a text? Uh, anyways, uh, Brad, the Xfinity Series, uh, Friday night, 7.30. That race will be on USA. Um, I don't know. Where you know, while he's oh. fumbling through his phone, Dave, you really could have. Oh, there it is. He saved oh. right up there. I just had to scroll up. William Sawalich uh, won the ARCA race at Bristol and the East uh, ARCA East Championship. Ooh. So thanks. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, right there, he did it again. Next time, we'll, we'll scroll up. It's our bad, Dave. Uh, Cup Series action. It's the Bass Pro Shops night, uh, the night race at Bristol on Saturday at 7.30. That also is going to be on USA. So a lot of racing at Bristol this weekend. Kestrel, nope, that was uh, this past weekend. That was Tuesday. That was Tuesday. Man, I didn't do a good job at even taking these off there. So uh, that's it for uh, racing action this weekend. Uh, weekend weather pit stop. What's the weather looking like? Scott, if you're going to a race this weekend and there's no reason not to, it's going to be nice. Bring a jacket with you. Bring a sweatshirt. Bring a hoodie. You're going to need it. The nighttime temperatures are going to be maybe 50, maybe lower or upper 40s. But it's going I think to be, it's supposed to be a little cooler tomorrow night than Saturday, yeah, isn't it? It, it? Yeah, but only a degree or two. So it's it's still going to be chilly, but it's going to be nice, warm, sunny weather during the day. Just dress accordingly, and you'll have a great time at the races this weekend. Uh, unless there's something going Sunday, and then it might rain a little. I don't think we have anything no, going Sunday. No, I don't think Sunday, there is. At least around here. But, uh, the, the next 10 days looks really good, Scott. Yeah, I was... I, Saw that earlier tonight. Looks yeah. like it's going to heat back up. Yep, into the 80s Saturday. Next and Saturday. sunny. And yeah. All right, how about we draw for that uh, window sticker? Yeah. Everybody that typed in hashtag DCR, if you haven't, uh, you better do it right now because I'm going to switch over to the drawing here. Let's do this. And we're going to pick that. And now we will draw for uh, this week's winner of... The Hammerdown Racing Report window sticker, courtesy of DCR Graphics. And away we go. Boy, a bunch of entries. There was uh, quite a few here this week. And Josh Shanauer is the winner this Very week. Good. Congratulations, Josh. You got yourself a uh, Hammerdown Racing Report 
window. I got to believe he could pick that up Saturday at Oakshade. Probably could do that, or uh, if you prefer, you can always pick it up from Ron Miller Race Shop. That's it during the week. Put uh, your name. This pen is not going to work on it. All right, we'll figure that out later then. Post-it notes. Uh, that's about it for this edition of the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report. Thanks to uh, our associate producer, Dave Kemmer. Contributors, John Young, Bob Stazak. Make sure to uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on X, otherwise known as Twitter, at Hammer Report. Uh, follow us on YouTube as well. You can listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. Com. Uh, there's a store on there. There's uh, shows you can listen to us. Uh, there's ad info. Did we ever have Ron Allen on the show? Well, I, don't I swore we talked to him. And then I, I it's because so. somebody asked uh, the other day if we had Ron Allen. I was like, yeah, I, we talked to him. And, well, I, and then I, I couldn't find it. In 300 shows, who knows? I thought we did. Maybe we, and then the only thing I could think of is maybe we were going to have him on and something came up and yeah. couldn't do it. So maybe we'll have to get Ron Allen on again. But. Yeah. 300 shows. There's a lot. You can find all of them at hammerdownracingreport.com. Also, uh, make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your friends. Uh, that helps us out as well. Thanks to our sponsors that keep us going each and every week. DCR Graphics, Dominator Race Products, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, Free Strain Photos. And if you're interested in being a sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report, send us a message or call uh, the Hammerdown Hotline, 419 318 Scott, I, w- I was going to ask some of our, our listeners to uh, give us some feedback on whether they thought we should go with that uh, national podcast program. Um, would we have time constraints or? No, no it, nothing would change. But from the listener standpoint, nothing would change. I mean, other, they'd still other, get other the show than, the same other than a place. Few spots. Other than there'd be a, like a an unnatural break. Like we'd have to choose a part of the show where. A commercial would be inserted, a commercial or two. Would that offend you, or could you use that for a potty break, folks? Yeah, maybe we'll put up a Twitter poll. So if you're not following us on uh, Twitter, uh, I'll get that up after the show here. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll take a, we'll put a poll up for a week. And, uh, good. We we'll want to know what, what you think. Yeah, if, if that's going to be a hindrance uh, to have that extra commercial in there, you know, not like our live commercials that we do now. This would be like a regular radio-like Coffee commercial. Break. Yeah. That we would make probably just a couple bucks on or something. So, I mean, it's not like yeah. I'm know, not going to be hurt if we don't do it. You know, but another $1,000 yeah. a week would be But cool. it would be, it'd be nice to network with the, some of the other shows and Absolutely. maybe do some cross-pollination, as it's called. Because they might need us for uh, a NASCAR thing or something. So, yeah. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. We'll get that up there. Uh, thanks to our guest, Byron Weed. God, I can't talk. Byron Reed this week. Um, Thank you, buy one. <laughs> hopefully we get to see you do a Byron Wheelie. That would be so cool. Uh, at uh, Fremont. Maybe twice. That would be even cooler. So uh, make sure to tune in next week, 7 o'clock. We'll be uh, back, and I'll get my uh, talking, working right, correctly fixed. Broken now. We go. Time to be done. Okay. Get out and support your local track. We'll see you next week. Please do. Season's coming to an end. Get out there. All right. Good night, all. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hey there. My name is Michael Laminato, and this is Pit Pass F1, 
a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts. <laughs>